Tastes good. But they don't belong in the newsroom. This just in, scientists discovered that Canadian bacon is actually ordinary ham. This made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad news. Miserable bloody Romans, no sense of humor. With what Dr. Ashland just said, do you, do you concur? Don't talk to it, Mary. Don't encourage it. We're just like Kevin Bacon. The only thing that will redeem mankind is cooperation. I think we can all appreciate the relevance of that now. Welcome back to the Hollywood Thumb, a short-form movie news podcast brought to you by the parent podcast, It's Just Two Movies. My name is Daniel King, in the studio with me this evening is Alicia. Hello. Hello. Hi. So, uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with this show, it's a quick 20-minute movie news rundown. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. Sad news up top. Walter Mirisch, Oscar-winning producer of In the Heat of the Night from 1967, dies at 101 years old. Fuck. That's really old. That's a long that's run. A good, yeah, that's good. I have seen In the Heat of the Night, though, and it's a solid film. A lot of, like, really older stuff. It's, the p- pacing was you know different. Production that, so. quality was different. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, good stories stand up. And that uh, I remember that being a pretty good flick. Uh, yeah, but that's really all I've got on that. That's a shame, but, I mean, fucking 101 years, man. Mm-hmm. Way to give her hell. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Cocaine Bear sniffs up to $8.6 million in the box office on opening day, while Ant-Man Quantumania is projected to have the fastest drop out of any superhero movie to date in week two. Uh, I think I see a double feature in our near future. Would you Would you be down to watch both of these back to back, just like theater hop? Oh, you're saying go watch Cocaine Bear and Ant-Man? Yes. Oh, okay. Whenever it's a double feature, I thought maybe you were talking about was I don't know. I was thinking. Look, if 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 the drive-in if the drive-in was open right now, I, this might very well be a double feature they would have there. Yeah, but with Ant Man dropping so fast, they might also put it on Disney Plus sooner. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, Disney Plus true. is like oh, fuck. Well, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna watch it for the podcast. Ant-Man or yeah. Cocaine Bear? Ant- both. both. <laughs> yeah, I think I might do well, both. Yeah, we could do that. I thinking about doing The Revenant and Cocaine Bear. Not with me. <laughs> I'm not watching The Revenant. It sounds like Cocaine Bear is just going to be good, though. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll check into that. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, Cocaine Bear sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah Gutierrez Reed makes first court appearance since charges of criminal negligence with a side of, mis- uh, side of manslaughter. Since the mishandling of a firearm on the set of Rust that resulted in the death of Halina Hutchins. I think it's Halina. Yeah, I was like, that uh, sounds right. Alec Baldwin also waived his rights to appear and asked that it just be filed in the court. So it seems like he's just going to try to stay out of it and throw money at it and hope that his lawyers can make it go away. So. But as an actor, but he's also the producer. Who's That's, the Hannah? Uh, she was the um, armaments specialist for the film so like oh. she was the one that loaded the so gun. she's oh okay. she, lo- she loaded the gun and she handed it to alec baldwin and said clean gun and he pointed it and fired right it and... so that sucks man yeah. that sucks yeah it's really shitty somebody is going to have to do some time for that well yeah something is deserve, gonna have to happen know. that she did like it, okay if an airplane part falls out of the sky and strikes someone dead 
the airplane company is right. responsible because for that. Because it's their fault. There's a very clear, but with something like this where it's like, oh, it was actually mishandled to another person. And I feel like maybe it was almost set up like this to prevent a lawsuit in the event of this thing happening because this has happened twice. This happened with Brandon Lee and the fucking guy that played the crow. Uh, so you're saying it happened two other times? So this would make yeah. the third? Oh, no, that uh, that is Brandon Lee. Oh, okay. So one other time? Yeah, yeah, one other time, I guess. That's insane. Isn't it just? I would feel so shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Yeah, but someone has to be prosecuted shitty. for it. You can't just sweep that under the rug. That's, no, you know, no, that's... Be uh, straight bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's super fucked up. More news on that. Uh, I'm coming at some point. I'm sure you know how they love to drag out a court case. <laughs> uh, speaking of court cases, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of this in the news this week. Uh, Harvey Weinstein is fighting an additional uh, alleged rape charge that will land him another 16 years to his already shitload of years, uh, 23 in New York, six, this making 16 in L.A. on top of that, uh, because he's a rapist piece of shit. Like, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, I've done a little bit of rapes. No. But not that one. I one didn't is do, too I didn't many. Do that. This time, I'm telling the truth, you guys. Just fucking, let's throw the guy in a no. volcano. And he's they terrible. said he's like 70 anyway, so fucking rot, man. <sighs> yeah. Rot. Yeah. Rot until you have nothing left. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe think back on, on all the times that you were just like the wealthiest man and did whatever you wanted to do. Right. You got to do that for a spell. Yeah, but which once is you fucked take up. Because 70 is old. You've already lived your life mostly. You can't fuck over all the people. Right. You can fuck over a lot of the people a lot of the time, but you can't fuck over all of the people any of the time. You know what I mean? Because they'll yeah. come back for you. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be. Well, I hope not, but maybe in a secure place. I hope not. Yeah, I just I hope he's in prison. Right. That's all. I just hope he's in prison. I don't know. Like, he's so incredibly wealthy. <sighs> that I could see them just being like, well, you're on house arrest for the end until the end of your life or whatever. But that would be some bullshit. No, because he burn doesn't deserve. House down. Yeah, he doesn't deserve the <laughs> lap of luxury like that. That's no. that's terrible. Uh, here we go. Now, this is a little more in the pocket for us, a little more on brand. New Lord of the Rings movies are coming. Yeah, you know, I love you. You you love a Lord of the Ring. Mm -hmm. You love you love a you love a one to rule them all. I do. Yeah. I do like them. Uh, now, you might be asking yourself, how? I was going to ask you how. I was like, wait, that's not. Because how wasn't that all buttoned up? Because isn't there the show? The show's a prequel. The, the Right, so, but that's, we so, talked about that. So here's what I do know. Uh, this is a, a different studio. I think this is a Warner Brothers studio that purchased these. Uh, I could be wrong. I, I don't have it in front of me. Um, there was a great article on, I want to say, The Hollywood Reporter that went pretty pretty far into this. Hmm. Um, but uh, so here's the gist. There's a different company that purchased the rights and worked out a deal with the estate that owns J.R.R. Tolkien's intellectual properties. Okay. So they worked out an arrangement that they're going to make, I think, three new movies. So... We have no fucking idea what that's going to be. So you don't know if it's going to be it's, I don't after. know if it's going to be like a, re, a recast. Or... Well, it's about the Lord of the Rings. So the series over at Amazon, they have already purchased and own the rights and have been greenlit to do five seasons of that show. Oh. Right. Dang, that's so a that's lot. not go. It's also the most expensive thing they've ever done. Oh, I bet. <laughs> like, they cost them a shitload well, of yeah, money. Well, yeah, because the originals, I mean, just 
they, well, they hold like, up, look, like the look, look of them, and that just everything just holds up. Yeah, so. how how hot was fucking Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon? Right, they, they're fucking expensive though. They're it's a pricey to make that right. shit. So Amazon just went, you know what? All we got in. money. All in. <laughs> right. Pushing all my chips into the center of the table on this fucking weird little guy with the big feet. It's probably a good bet. When's but it come out? The first season got pretty. It got shit on pretty hard. Oh, the first season's already out. Yeah, I watched three or four episodes oh, of okay. it and kind of fell off. If mm. I'm being honest, it was getting a little samey. <sighs> That's not. No. Yeah, it had the. It had the tone, but it just felt sh- short of the mark. I don't. I can't quite put my finger on what it was. I didn't care for about it. Uh, but it's a prequel, so this is like thousands and thousands and thousands of years before. Oh. The One Ring. Maybe not that many thousands. I don't, I don't know what the time frame is. <laughs> right. But this is way before that. This is when uh, the, the men had the nine rings of power. And, like mm. all the different uh, you know races had these other rings. So Sauron hasn't deceived them yet. He might even not have forged the One Ring just yet. Well, it sounds interesting because yeah. I know nothing about the obviously before. <laughs> we could watch it. I mean, I would be down to rewatch. I don't remember what it was that I found like. Eh. I, th- I think like, it's like the first episode is quite long, like like an hour forty. So the first episode might be like a movie. I remember it being extraordinarily long, hmm. but not a very good one. Um, it just there's a lot of characters. They're telling a big broad story. They're painting with a broad brush, so they have to introdu- introduce you to a shitload of people, hmm. and that's difficult to do, right? Especially for something that people already know. They're like, right. they think they know, even yeah, though yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. this is a prequel. So, but you still think you know all these characters mm-hmm. because there's a, you know, well, bunch like in there. If you have to meet 14 people and you meet them all one at a time, by the time you get back to person one, you forgot. you've forgotten who right. they are. Who's this guy again? Uh, so it's, I don't know, that seems like one of the more difficult things to do in like telling a story with a lot of people in it. Uh, Especially one that has to, I don't know, just that they've. After five or six, it just gets hard to keep up. You know right. what I mean? It's a lot Especially of characters. Especially if they're, yeah, main characters and stuff. And it's hard to, like, come to know them and be friends, like, in your mind of yeah. them. And especially since Lord of the Rings and The yeah. Hobbit have now, been around forever. Of so course, of people course. are going to obviously compare it to that. <laughs> yep. Now, I wouldn't say that I am a huge Tolkien nerd, but I really... You're pretty, pretty I really, Tolkien nerdy. I, I love The Hobbit and The Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Uh, I love the books. And I love all six of the movies, which I know is kind of a hot take. A lot of people don't like the Hobbit films. I love them. I thought they were fun. I thought, I like, um, yeah, I thought they were really fun. Uh, there are there were issues with it, but if you're going to stretch that one into a trilogy, well, never reading the books, so it was fine <laughs> for me. <laughs> the Hobbits, the Hobbits, really good. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, I don't know if that's. I don't know so that I, I would like recommend that for to you. a lot of people. Well, my introduction to them was that I had read the Hobbit like three or four mm. times. And then somebody's like, you know, there's more of these? And I was like, what? <laughs> and right. then they gave me the trilogy. But they put the Lord of the Rings movies out first. Right. And then. My aunt had a copy of the old uh, the old animated Hobbit. And I'd mm, watched it at her house cool. all kinds of times. It is it is wild. Remember we rented it on Netflix DVD? It was been a while. Uh, when... But we did rent it and I rewatched <laughs> it. And I was like, yeah, this is still fucking solid. Huh. That's oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a cool old animation. But anyway, excited about that. I don't know what the fuck they're going to do with that. I don't know if this is going to be a recast reboot or the same story from a different perspective. I might be on board with that. 
like just a different yeah. character that is somehow of Bilbo is somehow and deeply the one, involved. And then the, yeah, an orc general maybe yeah. that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know who you would. Of course, they had the the very popular games Shadow of Mordor. Those were very popular. Oh. It could be something to do with that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but they've got a lot of options to work with. They just can't do a prequel. Right. Yeah, because then you wouldn't make them Lord of the Rings movies. They would just be called something else. So The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, is because of the all the rings of power that the other species, that, like the show. Yeah, and then... So it is specifically centered around the rings. Who made the rings? Sauron the Deceiver. It's already set. That's why it's called that. Right. They set it in stone. This is before any of that shit happened. When they open the first one, they go, long ago, when the realm of men, <laughs> Sauron the Deceiver, awarded them nine rings of power, yeah. seven rings of power. It just it goes on. It does the whole thing. This is the story of that. So it can be literally anything besides that. But if you've named it the Lord of the Rings, it has to be part of that original story timeline, I would think. Yeah, unless they just throw that all out the window and do their own. Because that's what they purchased the rest oh, to. Yeah, right. I, I but... don't know. They could just do an animated thing. I'd be down for that. A fucking mm. new animated Lord of the Rings series. That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, here we go. Comic book movie news. Chow, coming at you. Uh, the Flash finally sets an early premiere date, currently slated for April 25th. 2023 how do you you have any thoughts or feelings on on the flash uh the flash that's dc right yes mm, i hope it's good just because it would be DC, it's good for nice. things to be good yeah <laughs> it'd be nice for you know it'd probably be good for like little boys you know what i mean like I, little kids yeah. unless it's like gonna be rated r or something or i hate that p the, even pg 17 18 whatever the hell it is yeah yeah uh i hate that my favorite dc property movie is shazam <laughs> like there's so many good characters there there's no reason for that to be my favorite one it is though no that's right there it is be. though it's like man of steel it's fine justice league it's not it's not good that four hour one it's four fucking hours. I don't know. I, don't I think I didn't watch that. it. Yeah, I, I might have started watching it a little, and I'm like, man, I got my phone. I watched it. In, I watched it in two sittings, that's and it was too just. Much. It was the same movie I'd already seen with just a couple of very little differences. But four hours long. And four hours long. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's a really long time. Some of it helped. It helped the story, but then it should have been. So two, who's gonna play Flash? Should have been two movies. It's gonna be Ezra Miller. Okay. Uh, with all the controversy around him, that's why I had so many mixed right. feelings about this because he's been a big fucking shithead, and I don't condone that. I certainly don't condone glorifying someone in in their career. They do it so much because celebrities already praise so mm -hmm. much anyway. You know what I mean? There's a lot of stuff around that, right? And that's just like you know why they get away with it when they do act like shitheads and uh, terrible people. Yeah, and they just they get away. For with example, it. you Google the Harvey Weinstein case right you know what i mean just for a written example i guess um but yeah also they've been talking about this movie for like almost 10 years why yeah <laughs> our kid was two when they were like we're making a flash movie that's weird isn't it that's isn't so it? weird was it I always heard, gonna be him i heard the same shit about bvs batman vs superman same shit about justice league same shit about uh, all of these movies, and they just were all right. They just were fine, right. you know what I mean. Uh, arguably, I think, I think it. 
I would I would say Shazam or Wonder Woman. That first Wonder Woman movie is fucking pretty good. Yeah, I won't. We only watched that once. Well, I did. Yeah, and um, yeah, I saw that one. Twice. It was okay. Yeah, it was the pretty good. The second one, bad. Oh, did... it's got Kristen Wiig as Chitara oh, in it. Yeah. yeah, you remember that shit? <laughs> <sighs> Not Chitara. I think it's just cheated. Anyway, but James Gunn released a statement saying, "Yeah, well, we're moving forward with it because, frankly, it's one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen." And that's out of James Gunn's mouth. So I started thinking about that because I think James Gunn has got great taste. He hits way more than he doesn't for me. Yeah. When we watch yeah, it. he like does. Like the movie Slither. I fucking love that movie. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies are like my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, just like he's a good director. That, yeah. that The Suicide Squad movie is fucking gold. And from that that uh, Peacemaker series, oh, cash money. That Peacemaker like, those are all James Gunn. That's his work. When's that coming out? Uh, season two of Peacemaker mm-hmm. uh, this year. Nice. This year, 2023. That's I don't exciting. remember when. But for him to say that, I'm like, okay, well, that's I, I like that. But then if I were James Gunn and DC had hired me to take care of rebooting their entire too. universe, <laughs> I would say that you too. You would start hyping it up under your name well, for the most, sure. The most likely thing is the movie is a run off of the Flashpoint Flash comic series. In which uh, Flash is going too fast, et cetera, et cetera. He like resets the timeline in a world where there are no metahumans. Like nobody is super powered. Oh. Nobody. So that does sound interesting. So everybody everybody is kind of just a Batman and then one day Superman shows up. But now you're in this universe where there's all these different super powered beings and people and monsters from different dimensions and shit. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So are you going to watch it? I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know. I think that if I see, there are one or two reviewers that I actually like will listen to about upcoming comic book property films. And I do kind of respect their opinion. So if they're both like, look, it's really good, mm. uh, then yes. Then yeah. Uh, but he, I'm sure James Gunn is banking on it, rebooting his universe, which is what it's supposed to do. If that's what series it is. Does that make sense? In the comic story, he reboots the universe on accident. Oh, Flash does. Yeah, the Flash does. So then, then he can start fresh. James Gunn can Correct. with his with own, all of his new own, DC slate uh, stuff, producing of it and Ex- stuff. And then, exactly then right. everyone can forget about the bullshit and the shitty movies, right? And we'll kind of move on from that one being, you know, yeah, a banger, I guess. So. I think I think that he's gonna do a lot to. I think that he's gonna do a lot to help help directors make the movie they want to make. I don't think he's going to do a lot of studio interference. You know what I'm saying? I think hmm. he's going to let the creatives be creative. Well, and I'm excited about that. Yeah, they should. Um, so anyway, speaking of comic book movies, Steven Yun has been cast mm-hmm. in Marvel's Thunderbolts uh, as a unknown but pivotal character. I have no idea how that could sh- uh, shake out. Maybe a like a Dr. Octopus variant. I'm just throwing knives at the wall, though. I have <laughs> no fucking idea. They don't really tell you much most of the time. No, <laughs> they no. like They really will give you little bits. And... Well, they have a tendency to play against type. And technically, in this universe, there's not been a Dr. Octopus yet. There has been mm. no Otto Octavius in that universe. There was one from a different universe that came in. Do you know what I'm saying? Whatever Earth that is. Yeah. Because there was Dr. Octopus, but he was from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man universe. Right. So he just crossed over. 
So could could be maybe something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be curious. Um, I'm curious. Yeah, he'll to find see. out in six months. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> or a year. Yeah. They'll be like, we'll let you know. I'm most curious to see if it's going to be like a one and done. Like he's going to do this one, and then he's not going to do any more Marvel Marvel movies, or if he's going to be a reoccurring he character. Should, he should milk it. He should milk, milk it, that cash cow. Because they've been literally. bad since Endgame. Not all of them, but for the most part, they have all kind of been underwhelming since Endgame. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They need to, and it could be because though a lot of people like knew those characters. They killed a lot of them off. They had to kind of start over fresh with some different stories and you know what I mean because like a lot of the stories yeah had drug on all uh, the way from Iron Man yeah. on you know what I mean a so, lot of passing the torch movies right so it's like that you, Hawkeye series passing the torch right the uh, Miss Marvel series and that's probably maybe the why torch. and that's the movie why Black like Widow that. passing the torch right yeah so but they kind of have to do that because you know some of those people have been doing those movies for 15 years and they can't do them anymore they're, or they're dead or whatever so yeah maybe after Fuck, now they're getting too old. Right, they're getting too old, but maybe after, you know, these you get a little bit of shitty aging. Did you see those images of Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones movie when they're like, he's young now? Uh Uh-huh. They look fucking amazing. Oh. Like, it just looks like young Harrison Ford for real. Hmm. Weird. It's crazy. Crazy stuff. That is Um, weird. (laughs) All right, one more thing we got to get out of here. Alicia, I know you love Dracula. Yep. Which is good because you're getting more of it this year. Uh, of course, we have the movie Renfield coming down the pipe, starring Nicholas Holt, recently from The Menu, and uh, Nicholas Cage, just a couple of Nicks nicking it about uh, Nicholas Cage's Dracula himself. Uh, but there's one coming out that I hadn't heard anything about, and David Dostmalchen, who stars in it, is here, is let, uh, is here to let you know it's going to be scary as fuck. Oh, it's going to be scary? Like an actual scary, like a scary one. You know you'll uh, make me watch that. That's what he said. I mean, I like David Dostmalchen. So, I guess I don't know who that is. Uh, he's um, all right, in the Ant-Man movies that I just mm-hmm. watched. He's the guy who's like, you know Baba Yaga? Okay. That's David Dostmalchen. Okay. He's a character actor. He played um, Polka Dot in mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's Nick c- Cage, huh? Yeah, Nick Cage is going to play Dracula. The, There's a trailer for I that. I hope it's good. Show, I always love a good Nick Cage movie. I'll show you the trailer after this. It looks yeah. like a blast. Yeah. You, it looks like you will love it. When's it come out? It's very comedy. Uh, not, I don't have that in front of me. Okay. Uh, not sure, but relatively soon. Mm. I know they've wrapped filming, I think. Yeah. But this one is going to be called The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Uh, it's based on the chapter, The Captain's Log, from the book, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And it focuses on the crew of a cargo ship carrying a bunch of old weird shit. Hmm. Sounds great. Been a long time since I've seen at horror sea? horror at sea done properly. It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. That one where... Because uh, they can look... Because especially with a lot of the sea stuff, they use green screens and stuff. And it just... Yeah. Like, it's hard to get over the fact that it... It's obviously green screen or... It's, you know, whenever they're not done well. I hope it's scary as shit. It, but sea movies are scary in Dr- general. Dracula is scary. Like, you know, a Dracula, that's very so scary. So now they can make uh, bad movies off of it and have Dracula monster, I don't know. Dracula like cruise ship. Yeah, Shit, they already right. did that. It's Transylvania 3. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like the bad like spoof movies or oh, like, yeah. you know, Dracula, but then there's like, I don't know. He's a, on a boat. A crock of, crock of whale. Oh, Not whale. Yes. Crock, like <laughs> 
Yeah. Croctopus or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Something like that. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome with Dracula in it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, big fan of Davis Das Malchen, though, and he's going to star in it. I don't know if that means he's the titular captain or if he's going to be playing uh, Dracula himself. Uh-huh. I don't know. But that's going to do it for the news. Uh, if you want to check out more of our content, uh, you can follow the parent podcast. It's just two movies wherever you found this podcast. Uh, there is a Patreon link in the bio. You can buy us a coffee or just use our Amazon affiliate link to do your shopping. All those things help with the show. Uh, that has been, I've been Daniel King. I'm Alicia. And that's been the news. Good evening. That's just grossly inappropriate. Come on, Ed, it's bullcrap. A saucy line will not get you far with me. It's not that the is a very naughty boy. Stop being such a dick. No, no, it, it, it's not schizophrenia. It's just a voice in my head. Your love of the halfling's leap has clearly slowed your mind. Good speech. Nice and short. Please, more time for drinking. <laughs> Break out the ale! These men are thirsty! The Hollywood of Thumb is brought to you by It's Just Two Movies and is a production of Blue Cheese and Bacon Studios. Both can be found wherever you get your podcasts.